Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. <clears throat> you know something? I'm sitting here at home and I just felt inspired to make this podcast. I really do. So I have no real clue where I'm going to go. Actually, that's not true. I do have a clue where I'm going to go. But I don't know where I'm going to go. So let's go. What I want to talk about is the fact that just don't give up on yourself. Really don't. To the person who is listening, refuse to give up. If you're listening to these words, the odds are that you are looking for some sort of information which is going to help you to meet women, seduce women, etc. But the thing is, it's not even just about that. It's like about anything, really. Just don't give up on yourself. See, when it comes to girls, it's hard and it is tough and it is difficult because... They don't respond to calls. They respond to messages with one and two word answers. They expect you to approach them. And then when, they, when you approach them, they're not even slightly interested. They expect you to put in all of the effort to woo them on dates, blah, blah, blah. They do nothing to initiate sex, but they reserve the right to say yes and to say no. And you are expected. We are expected To do everything in a perfect, seamless, flawless manner. And it is hard, isn't it? It's tough. Things that are expected. You're expected to be taller. You're expected to be witty. You're expected to know when, how far is too much. Like, when are you being too funny and when do you need to be more serious? You're meant to know that. Where are you crossing the line from being sexual to pervy to sleazy? You're meant to just know that. All this stuff you're meant to just know. You're meant to just know how to seduce a woman, but without actually learning to seduce a woman. Think about this, right? Think about this. The vast majority of you who are listening to these words right now, any women who are in your life, they have no idea you're even remotely interested in this stuff, do they? Why? Because the idea that you as a man would want to learn how to become more attractive to women, apparently that's a really bad thing. That's a terrible thing. And you're awful and you're evil for even wanting that. What kind of human being would actually want to learn how to be attractive to the opposite sex? That means that you're manipulating women. But then here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Women are largely attracted to personality and men are largely attracted to looks. There is no problem whatsoever with a woman learning to become more physically attractive. Nobody complains about that at all. Nobody complains about the fact that women will wear makeup that artificially makes them look better than they naturally do. And that when you meet a woman, she actually, you're not meeting the real her. The real her is what wakes up in the morning. In fact, one of my ex-girlfriends used to say this to me a lot, that she used to remark on how I would wake up looking good, whereas she had to do stuff to make herself look good. Anyway, what is the point I'm making? The point I'm making is I'm not here trying to bash women. But what I'm trying to say is that it is tough, isn't it? It is tough and it is difficult. And I am sure 
How many of you guys right now, you're on Tinder and you're swiping and you're getting no matches whatsoever? Like, you get zero. Or maybe you get, like, one a week, one every two weeks, one a month. But when you get that one match, nothing really happens with the match, does it? Absolutely nothing happens with that match. It's like you send a couple of messages and she gives one and two word answers, but then it just kind of fizzles out and you wonder what the what the hell? Where did I go wrong? What did I do or say to offend her? You know? How little does she think of me? Because she must think really little of you, right? Because she's just completely blanked you. She's completely blanked you. And it makes you feel like you're obviously just a piece of dog shit that she scraped off the bottom of her shoe. I get it. So then what do you want to do? You want to retreat into your shell. That's what we want to do. Why go out and why face this rejection? Why? Because when you face a rejection, you're just being reminded of the fact that you're not where you want to be. So if you just sit down and you play, I don't know, the latest Mass Effect game or that frigging Capcom game where you Dinosaur Hunter, there we go. You play Dinosaur Hunter or you play Mario or whatever the hell you're playing. If you just do that, you can lie to yourself and say, you know what? I mean, I'm not going out and meeting girls, but I know what to do. I'm good. I know what to do. I'm good. You can tell yourself that. Deep down, you know that you're lying, but that's only deep down. The thing about like a deep down truth is that it is deep down. And if it's deep down, it's not right there on the surface. And if it's not there on the surface, you don't have to pay attention to it. So you can lie to yourself and you can tell yourself that you've achieved something that you actually haven't. And it's all good. For the most part. I mean, you will eventually have to pay the piper, but for the most part in the immediate future, you can lie to yourself. But when you go out and when you actually try to do the thing that you know you deep down really want to do, you go out and you try to meet girls, or you're just like swiping left and right, or you're doing day game or whatever, and you're bumping into all of these freaking obstacles, it hurts so much. It hurts so freaking much and you want to run. You really want to run. But the thing is, this is why you don't run. You see, when you lie to yourself and you say, oh, you know, I'm just going to play Mass Effect and don't worry, I'm good. My situation is fine. At the back of your mind, yeah, you know you're lying. And here's the thing. That part of yourself that knows that you're lying day by day, week by week, month by month, that part of you just grows and grows and grows. And it actually doesn't stop growing. And it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. It's kind of like, think of an alarm, like a really loud alarm, like the German Luftwaffe siren from World War Two, which went... I fucking love that noise. But anyway, the point is this, right? Think about that siren and just realise that that just grows and grows and it just gets louder and louder and louder and you can't ignore it. And eventually there comes a point where you're like, oh my God, I actually didn't do the thing I wanted to do. And then that hurts. It really does. So don't give up on yourself. Really don't. Something I say all the time, And I say it all the time because it's true, is why 
When you're going out, you're trying to do something, right? And you get that voice and the voice pops up into your head and the voice tells you to not do it. So, for instance, let's say you see some girl and you're going to approach her and the voice pops up to say, you shouldn't approach this woman because she's not that good looking or you haven't eaten today and therefore your brain isn't sharp or whatever, whatever kind of thing that voice comes up with. Is that voice actually your friend? Now... I would argue that the voice isn't your friend. Because here's the thing. What that voice wants you to do is stay the same. It doesn't want you to change. I've said this a trillion times, but it's still true even if I say another trillion. There is a program in your brain which basically dictates the kind of person that you are. It's the reason why you have a personality. You know, like people go, oh my God, you always like such and such. Well, why are you always like such and such? Why do you gravitate to certain sorts of things? Why do you like certain types of music? Why do you have a certain personality? Why do you like certain types of comedy? As you were growing up, you were having experiences which, when coupled with your inherent genetics, they basically made you believe you were a certain type of person. I remember when I was a kid being told I had no shame. Like this teacher said, you have no shame, you have no shame. And I remember, like, I really wanted to live up to that. Like, I took it as a compliment. He meant it as an insult. I took it as a compliment. And I was walking around for ages like, I've got no shame. I've got no shame. I have no shame. Because I took that to me like nothing could harm me. I just wouldn't get bothered by anything. Things program you. And... Once you have a program that is set, it doesn't matter if the program is positive or negative. Your brain will always try and keep you in line with the program. So that means that you can be going out and doing approaches, talking to women. And let's say it's even going well. Let's say it's going well. Your brain will eventually give you a reason to start because your brain doesn't want you to act in contrary to the program. Especially if it's not going well. It's like, fuck, 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 it's not going well. But you see, the thing is, it's not really about the pain. You deep down, your brain doesn't necessarily care about the pain per se. It cares about the program. And it cares about you acting in, in accordance or in opposition to the program. So it will do whatever it can. So even if it's going, let's say it's going badly, then it's like, aha, things are going badly. Well, if I tell this guy not to do it because he's going badly and he doesn't want to embarrass himself, that means that he won't do it. And then there's no chance of this program being scuppered. That's the way that it works. The thing is that for the longest time in human history, the program that you developed as you were growing up, it was essential to your survival. Like essential. Essential. You know, like, Say you're living in a tribe in the Amazon and it's, oh, by the way, you see that leaf there? Don't touch that leaf because it will kill you. It will seep some poisonous venom into your fingers and your heart will stop. It's like you need to know that. You need to have that information down. Hey, you see that long, green, slivering animal that kind of looks like a windy, windy, windy stick and it makes a Yeah, you see that animal, yeah, um, 
we basically want to stay away from that animal because that animal will bite you and it will kill you. And all of that sort of information, or even if it's like, oh, by the way, we are the Majunga tribe. And you know the Majunga tribe? We walk like this and we dance like this and we dress like this. And if you don't walk, dance and dress like a member of the Majunga tribe, the tribe kicks you out and you're no longer in the tribe. And then as a result of not being in the tribe, you will die. And that is not what your brain does like. It absolutely hates that. So, but the thing is, your brain still thinks that you're living in those days. And it treats like going up and approaching women as part of like this whole thing. It's like, we don't do that, we don't do that. Because we're going to die if we do. But you're not going to die. And uh, yeah, you just don't give up on yourself at all. That's it. You just have to keep going. You keep going and you keep going and you keep plugging away and you keep going. And even if people don't agree with you or believe in you, whatever, just ignore them. Because most of the people who you are scared of, um, let's say either offending or being ridiculed by or whatever, do you deep down like look up to them and really value and respect them? Maybe you do. But then if you really knew what was going on with them in like behind closed doors, you probably wouldn't. And see, here's the thing. I remember when I was 12, I've never forgotten this. I was about 11 or 12 and my older brother was about 20 or 21. He was like a bit older than me. Actually, maybe I was 10, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, I was talking to him about football and... He said to me, you are too old to become a professional footballer. It's far too old for you. It will never happen. And he said it to me like matter of factly. And you know what? Because he said it to me so matter of factly, I didn't even bother playing football. Now, I I just didn't even bother because he said it. He said it. I believed him. I looked up to him. I thought he knew what he was talking about. So because he said I was too old at 10, 11 or 12... I didn't start playing, and as a result, I never became a footballer. Now, here's the thing. If I actually did start playing, would I necessarily have become a professional player? The odds are that I wouldn't have been. He was definitely right that the odds were on his side. But there was a pro footballer called Theo Walker, and I remember him saying in an interview that he started playing football at 12. He literally did. Now, the difference between me and Theo Walker is that Theo Walker didn't have somebody telling him that he couldn't and shouldn't do it. He started at 12. Somewhere between the age of 10 and 12, I had that conversation with my brother and he told me I couldn't do it. So I just I didn't even bother. But now Theo Walker, who I think has probably retired now, I don't know. But yeah, he starts playing at 12. So just don't give up on yourself. You don't know what is capable for you or what you're capable of. You've got no idea. You really don't. And when you push yourself and you push yourself and you push yourself, you will surprise yourself with the depth of your inherent capabilities. But all you need to do is just make a firm decision. Just make the firm decision that you're going to do whatever the thing is that you're going to do and that 
you're not going to quit until you get there. And another thing as well, that you have to be nice to yourself. It's really important because if you are kicking yourself in the face or stabbing yourself metaphorically in the neck, telling yourself that you're a loser, you're not going to help at all. If you have a four-year-old who's trying to learn something and they can't learn it, and you shout and scream at the four-year-old, you're not going to help them at all. But if you're nurturing and supportive and you let them know that it's okay, you're most likely going to get the best out of them. And inside of you, there's a four-year-old that needs your help as well. So be nice to yourself and be nice to that four-year-old. Another thing you want to do is this, right? You see when you want to go and speak to the girl. Actually, something I want to say, you might have noticed this, right? A lot of my kind of strategies where dating is concerned boils down to the mindset. And the reason being is because that's what fundamentally gets everything. So you see, like everything that I'm talking about here, if you can install these beliefs into your brain, 90% of it is done because once you're like, okay, I refuse to quit on myself, I honestly do, and I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to be nice to myself, and I'm going to be kind to myself, I'm just going to dive the hell in, you actually can't fail. You really, really, really simply cannot fail. So that's why I focus on it. Now, what the heck was I going to say? I can't remember what I was going to say. What was I going to say? I was going to say you... That's right. Yeah, this is it. So here's the thing, right? You need to know why it's important. That's really important. It's really important that you know why it's important. I was saying this to a client the other day, actually. And he didn't get what I meant at first, but eventually the penny dropped. So what I said is this. Do you... Oh, let me explain as well. The situation with this guy was that he was scared to go out and approach. And he's like, Kieran, I need you to make me go out and approach. Make me go out and approach, Kieran. I'm not approaching. Please make me go out and approach. Anyway, so this is what I said to him. Do you get up and do you go to work every day? And he said, yes, I do. And I said, why do you go to work? And he's like... Well, you know, because I have to. And I said, why do you have to? And he's like, well, because if I don't go, I'll get the sack. And then I said, what happens if you get the sack? And he's like, well, if I get the sack, I'm not going to have any money. What happens if you don't have any money? Um, well, if I don't have any money, I'm going to be kicked out of my apartment because I can't pay my rent. So I said, what happens then? And he's like, well, I'm living on the street. And what happens then? Well, I'm going to get diseases, no woman's going to want me, blah, 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 blah. So I said to him, do you realise that this is the reason why you go to work every day? Because deep down, you know that going to work is really important. You know why. If you, weren't, if you didn't need the money, you would never get up and go to work unless you were doing something that you loved. He's like, oh, yeah, you're going to work because you're aware of the consequences of not going to work. How this relates to women dating or whatever is that if you're not doing action X, going out and approaching or whatever, it's because at the time of doing it, you don't really realize how important it is. You don't. Like you might think you do. Like, yeah, I know, I know. But you really don't. You really don't. Because if you did, you would do it. You must, if you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say this a few times. I've said it so many times, but 
boy, it will still be true another million, gajillion, quintillion, quadrillion times. You don't know why it's important and that's why you don't do it. How do you know why it's important? Well, that's for you to figure out. That's not for me to tell you because I can't tell you what is important to you. I can give you some general themes. Yeah, I can give you some general themes, but I can't actually tell you. Like a general theme is this. Do you want to wake up one day, realize that you're too old to meet women and realize that you've actually missed your chance? Do you want that? Can you imagine what that would be like? Do you want that? Do you want to be, I don't know, one of those 50, 60-year-old men who's just paying prostitutes? Because that's probably what would happen. Let's say, like, you're this lonely man who's never, ever, ever had a girlfriend or a wife or something. You probably would. What, you're just going to be masturbating for your whole life? No, you'd probably just see loads of prostitutes. Which would probably get you down and probably make you feel crap about yourself. You know... Do you actually want a family? All right. Some guys do, some guys don't. So what if you don't have one, but you do want one? How's that going to make you feel? Just you tell me. You absolutely tell me. Well, actually, you don't even tell me. You tell you. What are the reasons why this is important for you? What are you gaining by doing it? What are you losing by not doing it? Really sit down and really come up with all of this stuff. Now, as I always say, you want this list of reasons as to why you'll be losing by not doing it. You want this to be painful. You really do. And when I say this, guys laugh. Like, I say this to guys like, yeah, you want to you wanna cry. You want this thing to be so painful that you see it and cry. And then they laugh. And I'm totally serious. You want to see it and cry. Because those tears are going to make you not want to do it again. And if it doesn't get you to cry... Go back and go back. If you have made any major changes in your life so far, like a major change, a significant change, where there was some behavior that you had kind of entrenched inside you and then you ended up uh, quitting that behavior, most likely, 99 times out of 100, what happened was you reached a point where you were like, no, Never a fucking again. I refuse to do that. No, 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 I am not doing that. No, I absolutely refuse to do that. No, no. And it is funny because as I say this, my puppy Yoshi is now looking at me really strange. Like, why is my dad speaking in this weird voice? But yeah, that's most likely what happened. You most likely were like, no, no, I'm not doing this ever again. No. And that is the state that you want to get into. But the way you get into that no, 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 no state is to really think about how you are fucking yourself over. Is it painful to think about these truths? Yes, it is. But is it ultimately beneficial? Yeah, it is. So just get it done because it is easier to uh, go through the imagined pain of how things will be if you continue to screw yourself over, then to go through the very real pain of actually living through the feeling of having screwed yourself over. If you see what I mean. And yeah, really, really, really look at yourself. <clears throat> really look at yourself. And just refuse to give up. 
simply refuse to give up. I've said this so many times, but I will say it so many more times until the end of this podcast. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. Just don't. Just don't. And you know what? You know when I first discovered this mindset? This is the truth. I first discovered this mindset from playing video games. Because I'd play video games with people like racing games or fighting games like Street Fighter and Tekken. And it's like, let's say it's a racing game and we're at the end of the final lap. And I am way behind. Absolutely way behind. I'm still trying to win. Still trying. I'm never, there's no point where I'm like, oh, okay, the game's lost. I'm still trying. And don't get me wrong, I didn't always win, but there were loads of occasions where I made like this miraculous comeback and I would overtake the person on the freaking finish line. It's like, huh. Or you're playing Tekken and it's, I'm down two rounds. Like I'm down one round and it's the final round and I've got no health left whatsoever. But I'm still trying and then I mount this comeback and then actually end up winning that round, then winning the next round. And stuff like that just kind of showed me like, Anything is actually possible. Never actually give up. So, yeah. You will be surprised what is capable for you or possible for you if you just resolve to continue trying to do the thing that you know that you need to do. Which in this instance is to go out and meet women. Refuse to give up. But here's another thing as well. As well as refusing to give up, you want to be aware of where you're going right and wrong. You want that as well. If you're approaching women in a far too timid way, then be aware of the fact that you're approaching them in a far too timid way and then be less timid in future. If you are being far too boisterous and you're intimidating these girls, then you need to dial that back. So... Just have some awareness as to how you're actually coming across. And there you go. I have been talking for 25 minutes. I did not know I'd be able to speak this long. Actually, yes, I did. I totally knew. Totally, totally, totally knew. But either way, everything that's been said here is so important. It really is. It really is. We're in a world of quitters. We really are. David Goggins said something like, when you are exercising and your muscles are screaming and you feel like you can't go on, you're actually at about 40%. And he's like, huh. All right, well, that's actually quite interesting. That is very, 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 very interesting. But you know something as well? Speaking about things that are capable and things that are possible and how it's all a matter of focus. If you know me quite well, you know that I use the sauna quite a lot. I sit in the sauna, I use the sauna, I sweat in the sauna. It's good for my body. I sweat impurities out of my skin, blah, 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 blah. But you know something? The sauna is really uncomfortable. It's massively uncomfortable. It is not easy at all because it is so fucking hot that when you're in the sauna, your brain or your body is basically just hoping to not die. Like, if you stay in a sauna long enough, you'll die. That's how hot it is. And the point is that when I'm in the sauna on my own, 
it's really tough because I'm in there, I'm on my own, it's me alone with myself, alone with my thoughts, alone with the part of me that doesn't want me to continue to be in that sauna and is trying to get me to stop and is scared and is hurt and is in pain and all of that jazz. It's me alone with that part of myself. It's tough, it's difficult. You know something? When I'm in there with someone else holding a conversation, you know how much longer I do in the sauna without even really trying? It kills me to do 20 minutes in the sauna on my own. Kills me. It's hard. I do it, don't get me wrong, but it's not easy. But if I'm having a chat with somebody, like 20 minutes just comes and goes easy. And I'm like, oh my God, is it 20 minutes? And like the alarm goes off on my phone. And this is it as well. I'm, I'm timing myself properly. It's all about your focus. It's all about your focus. If you're sitting there going, oh my God, I can't do it. 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 Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, I can't do it. Now, if you're there doing that, um, you're going to give up quite quickly. But if you're there being like, you know what? got this i've got this i've got this i'm having a conversation i've got this i've got this this shit is nothing i've got this i've got this yo i can do this i've got this i got this if you're there saying stuff like that to yourself you will have a completely different um, experience of reality that is right. That is true. So I really do hope you have enjoyed listening to me monologue for what has been almost half an hour of me talking nonstop without ever stopping to talk. Um, I do hope you've enjoyed it. This is the Game Global podcast. Game Global. Uh, we help men improve their skills with women, if you can't tell. And we do it because we care, because everybody in our community, well, at least the vast majority of us anyway, we have been in those dark, miserable places. We know what the heck it's like, you know? Whatever a natural is, I wasn't one of those. Actually, to, truth be told, I reckon I probably was until I got bullied at the age of eight, but that's not the point. Point is, my teenage years and my formative like dating experiences that didn't involve me being any kind of natural. Didn't involve that at all. Same with Joe. Same with Vice. So yeah, man. Anyway, if you are not where you want to be in a dating context, you've got a couple of options, right? Option number one is to go it alone. Now, here's the benefit of option number one. You get to like, you get to have some ego because as men, we have ego and we're like, no, man, I'm going to do it on my own. Don't worry, I'll do it on my own. I've got this. I'll do it on my own. I don't need help. I'll do it on my own. And yeah, you get to have that if you choose to go it alone. But you know what you lose? You lose time. You lose freaking time. Let's say you are 24 right now, right? You're 24 right the freak now. And... How much time do you want to spend sorting this out? Do you want to do it in 10 years or do you want to do it in one year? 
like it's kind of up to you and when i say 10 years like yeah if you're doing it on your own it probably will take that long i had a client who was 44 or 42 42 or 44 and you know what this guy if i'm just going to be honest with you he needed my help years ago this is literally one of the when i say the worst clients i mean in terms of a starting point because people come to me from different levels you know different different levels of capability let's call it now this guy right here it was incredibly low and there's so much he needed to know but the truth is that he should have discovered this world or he should have got himself a coach when he was 25 when he was 30 but he never did and he never did it because of the masculine pride which is oh i'm good i don't need help i don't need help at all i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and then the guy's in his 40s seeing me that is the truth now how quickly do you want to get this sorted how quickly do you want to have women in your bed? How quickly do you want to have girls actually responding to your DMs? If you want to actually get that done quickly rather than, well, over the course of the next decade, then let's talk. Let's talk. If you're in a place where you're ready to actually listen to life-changing advice that will transform your life, me and you really should have a conversation. <clears throat> gameglobal.net that is us if you want to book a call with me that is calendly.com forward slash kieran callum so c-a-l-e-n-d-o-y dot c-o-m forward slash c-i-a-r-a-n-c-a-l-l-a-m and take it easy have yourself a great day ta-ta au revoir and see you later